This is, uh, welcome to, shit, welcome to the Zoe Time Show, um, fuck man, what in the hell, um, let's get this shit started, welcome to the Zoe Time Show, this is, uh, your host, Daniel Belt, this is sponsored by hoopsandbrews.com, yikes, um, whoo, this is, uh, what, Tuesday night, 6 o'clock, 6.50 right now that I'm recording. Um, Magic just quit. Magic legit just said, fuck y'all, I'm out. Um, this is the newest episode of Zotime. This is probably the most I'm going to be drinking during a recording episode. Tonight was supposed to be like a kind of cool night. It was supposed to be the last game of the Lakers season. Kind of shutting the door on this disastrous season and... Nah, like Magic said here, I can't wait till the season's over tomorrow. I am going to quit one and a half hours before the Lakers take the floor, and we're going to turn into the fucking Knicks. This is Jesus Christ. This is sad. I I didn't want to see Magic go out like this. I wanted to see magic even if his vision has been flawed from the get-go i wanted to see him be able to get another star this summer i kind of wanted him to somewhat feel vindicated going into the start of next season if he and rob plinka were able to turn this around and the exact opposite happened um he didn't even finish out what he's been here two and a half years as working with the front office um being the president of basketball operations, or was a GM? I don't know. My head's spinning right now. I cannot believe this shit happened. Um, just got off of work. I had like 10 text messages. Some were from my brother, and some were from uh, TPJ and Pabby from Hoops and Brews. And they were all like, Magic quit. And I didn't believe that shit. I thought they were just fucking around. I didn't, I didn't think that this was going to happen. And... Then, like, a second later, I get a Bleacher Report update that Magic quit. I check Twitter, and it's just... He quit. And that's just... That's wild. I... I cannot believe Magic quit. Um, There's so many... There's so much shit that we can actually talk about this episode. Um, This is... This is wild. Um... Magic Johnson, one of the greatest players in Lakers basketball history. Magic Johnson, one of the greatest players in NBA history. Top five, top ten of all time. Top two, if not number one, Laker of all time. It's between him, Kobe, and Kareem. Um, Magic Johnson, who's been such a awesome person to be around in the L.A. area for the past however many years he's been in LA he's been working with the Dodgers, been working with the Lakers played with the Lakers, even coached the Lakers for a bit and this was the first year he's probably got some criticism for how he handled the whole Delo situation for how he handled the Zubok thing uh, trying to trade half the team this is probably the first time in Magic's life where the city of LA actually turned on him and man, he said fuck it, I'm out he didn't even tell Genie. 
And that's the most surprising thing to me, that he didn't tell Genie what he was going to do before he did it. Um, it's been known and talked about the relationship. Um, I believe Magic has talked to Genie about like them having a brother and sister relationship, uh, how Magic and Dr. Jerry Buss, they had that relationship. So I find it surprising that Magic couldn't even tell Genie, and that's wild to me because everything we've known is how they're so close, how they're family, and I mean, if you're going to quit, you tell your family before you're going to do it. And like this came out of left field. Uh, there was a report from Woj, who's probably loving this since the Lakers are turning into the Knicks, that we're a dumpster fire right now as like a f front office. Um... We signed Rondo, JaVale, Lance, and Beasley, which was trash. We trade away anyone that looks like they have talent and replace them with players that don't have talent, like the four that I just mentioned. And we get hit with tampering fines. We put on a show, but it's like a clown show, and it's just crazy. Um, like, yesterday and to, like early this morning, I said, if we can't get anyone, they should resign. What does that... Magic quitting today, what does that tell you about what's going to happen in the summer? I'm not positive going into this summer that we're going to sign anyone of talent. So the cap space that we traded away in that d contract, which was Mozgov, it's probably not going to go to of good use. And, I mean, shit. This is crazy. This is... I didn't think on Tuesday, April 9th, that we'd be talking about Magic's job and him being gone. Um, it was very striking in that interview that he just had on Spectrum. Like, I don't know how he felt about Rob Palenka. Um, they seemed to always, at least on camera, look like they enjoyed themselves, but it kind of felt like Magic was dis distancing himself from Rob in that interview, and I don't know. Like, is Rob going to get his job fucking taken away from him too? It seemed like Magic was wanting to fire uh, Luke, but Genie kind of stepped in. So I don't know what the hell is going on with this organization. I don't know who's going to be here next week. I don't know who's going to stay. Uh, the only one I can definitely tell you that's staying right now is Genie. Um, and shit. This is... <laughs> I thought the Lakers were going to be stress-free for the rest of the season, and then on the final fucking day, they say, nope, here's some crazy shit, Magic quits. And that interview that he had was kind of, like, crazy. He was talking about how he felt handicapped, or uh, not handicapped, that he was handcuffed being the president of basketball operations in L.A. Like, he seemed to not have fun doing this, and... If you're not having fun doing this, you're not going to give it at all. So, like, is it a positive in the long run that he quit now before we had to fire him? Yes, because I didn't ever want to see Magic get fired. I would have much rather him quit than get fired. But come on. It's April fucking 9th. The season ends tomorrow. Why not do it tomorrow? Why do it today? That doesn't make any sense. It normally always happens after the end of the season. And for all the reasons you listed why you do it now, the draft hasn't happened, free agency hasn't happened, that's true tomorrow. Nothing's changing from tonight till tomorrow except the fact we at, Luke, we at least looked somewhat organized 
as a front office. Instead, you don't tell anyone what you're doing. You quit an hour and a half before the game starts, and we look like a shit show. We are the Los Angeles Knicks, and <sighs> this hurts. Having to uh, having to realize that we um, that we are the LA Knicks. That's not a good. That's not a good feeling. Um, it's been what nine years since we've won a ring, and geez, it's just just weird. Um, I'm drinking some beer right now. If you guys can tell, um, Magic's talking about now he's a free bird. He didn't like that. Uh, he didn't like that he couldn't talk to other players in the league. And even though he was doing the right thing and not being the bad guy, he was still painting out as a bad guy. And this honestly might be the first time Magic has ever dealt with any negative press in his life. Um, I wouldn't say might, because a lot of idiots were probably taking shots back in 91, 92. But at least from inside L.A., this is probably the first time that he's heard some criticism and... It's not cool that he folded this early because I always wanted Magic and Rob to kind of have like this triumphant revenge story like, hey, all you guys counted me out. Guess who I'm signing this upcoming summer? And I mean, there is going to have to be a discussion about how much he actually did in bringing LeBron to Los Angeles because it does definitely look like it was LeBron making the decision that the Lakers really... All they had to do was not like completely fuck up and I guess we didn't completely fuck up yet. And he just signed with us. Um, Magic said he's still willing to be involved in the free agent process, but, like, why would he be? Why would he allow him to be? This is just strange. Like, from now on, I would definitely not like to hire within the Lakers organization, at least from greatest of all time players, because, like, I don't want to badmouth Magic, and that's... It's going to be tough because, like, there are a lot of things that happen just even with, like, his press conference tonight with how he's kind of handled things in L.A., his fuck-ups this season. Like, it's hard not to, but, like, he's a Laker great. He's responsible for five of our championships. I don't want to have to criticize greatest of all-time players in our in our organization just because they take on a new role once they retire and they fail at it. This is basically like if Michael Jordan decided to run the Bulls, and they've been a shit show for 10-plus years like they have been in Charlotte where he's done that. Um, same with Byron Scott. Like, It did always feel wrong complaining about Byron Scott as our coach, and it definitely does feel wrong complaining about Luke Walton. So like, maybe, like, hey, let's just look outside. Like, Let's stop hiring from within because when they don't live up to expectations, it's hard on us as fans to kind of uh, keep them in check and hold them accountable because, like, you grow up on those stories. You grow up on Magic being the best point guard alive. You watch Luke Walton play um, from, like, 2005 to 2008 when he looked healthy and he was, like, actually a decent player. You grew up on the stories of Byron Scott. Um, Rob Polinka was Kobe's agent, so, like, there was a tie between him and Kobe. So it looks... This is crazy. Um... I don't know what the hell to expect. I don't know what to happen. 
I don't know what my faith is right now in this organization. It's just... It is what it is at this point. Maybe LaVar was always right about Magic, that he was just a face. And there was a lot of things that he said that Magic promised him that didn't come to fruition. Maybe Genie never let Magic fully be Magic, because it definitely seemed like Magic wanted to trade for more veteran-savvy players. Because if you look how we just talked in that last interview, he was talking about Rondo and JaVale's championship experience. After watching this experience, how do you still talk about those two players as positives. I mean, JaVale, I can understand because he had pneumonia, and that takes a while to come back from, but Magic still talking positively about Rajon Rondo is just frightening to me. Like, like maybe we've just been watching something different. I don't know. But yeah, there's definitely going to be a somber feeling in the building tonight, probably. It'll be very interesting to see where things go from here. Because who knows, is Luke here next season? Is half of our team here next season? I mean, you can even beg the question, is LeBron here next season? Because this definitely does look like a shit show. So, huh. Maybe the players use this as a rallying cry, like, hey, Magic's gone. He told us to man up, basically, when... Uh, after that whole... When Magic went to go talk to him, and Magic basically said, like, stop being babies, stop babying them. Maybe the players take it personal next season and kind of be like, hey, like, Magic, we can do this without you. Um... I don't know, man. This is... I thought we were a better-ran organization than this. This is kind of like a humbling... Kind of like a humbling day. Um, and this has been a humbling season. We talked a lot of shit this summer about LeBron signing. And we even kind of went away from saying we don't need shooters. We trust Magic. We trust Genie. Because up until that point, it seemed like the Lakers at least made most of the right moves. And then... This season happens, and it's a disaster. Every single move made this season has been a disaster outside of signing LeBron. Dangling our prized possessions, Lonzo, Ingram, and Kuzma out in front of everyone in the entire world as, like, trade bait probably didn't help anything going forward. So, I don't know. Maybe the entire house from the front office needs to be cleaned so the players can feel like they can trust the front office again. There probably is a way where this can actually turn into a positive, but, like, my faith in this happening is slim to none. This season has been hell. We miss the playoffs again. The Clippers make the playoffs. Um, the Kings have a better record than us. We're the worst team in California. Um, Magic quits. I didn't think Magic would ever quit. No, 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 no. I didn't think he, I didn't think that that was him. Um, and then let's just talk about what this means free agency-wise. Who in their fucking right mind wants to come here? You've seen coach turnover. You've seen player turnover. You've seen front office turnover. 
You've seen the distractions. You've seen the expectations being so high that some players can't live up to that in Los Angeles. Talking about players that potentially might want to come. You saw um, LaMarcus Aldridge not want to come. You saw Dwight not want to be here. You've seen All-Stars turn the Lakers down. We somehow fumbled into LeBron coming here. And outside of that, we really haven't signed anyone great in a very long time since Shaq. Uh, then we basically traded for Kobe in the draft, uh, traded for Powell. Um, yeah, like, you all know, I have no fucking clue what to expect from this team anymore. There is the darkest of timelines in which we become the Los Angeles Knicks, where we don't win anything for 40 years. If I'm 58, because the last time the Lakers won, I was 18. I'm 26 right now. If I am 50 fucking 8 and the Lakers haven't won a title since I was 18, I am going to shoot myself. 40 years of not winning anything trophy-wise would just be devastating. And that's yet where we're going. We are on that trend. Lakers and Knicks haven't made the playoffs since 2013. Um, they're a big market. We're a big market. They have a clown show. We have a clown show. They get left at the altar a lot. We get left at the altar a lot. So maybe, I don't know. Who knows? At this point, I don't know. Um, don't look to me for any fucking positiveness, because I don't know. This is a shit show. Don't look to me for any... I don't have any sources. I don't, I'm not a Laker fan that claims to have sources like a lot of people do on here. Um, but yeah, this is... This is fucking hilarious. Um, also, idiots are blaming Kobe for this. How is Kobe at fault for Magic leaving? This is this whole dude's, like, thing on Twitter is to, I told y'all and just blame Laker fans. Like, how is this Kobe's fault? Oh, people are trying to tell me it's not Kobe. It's because it's fucking not. He hasn't had anything to do with this organization in three years. And yes, they hired his fucking agent, but who's in charge of that? Genie. Blame who is to blame. Don't, oh, I'm a LeBron fan, so I'm going to blame Kobe for this. Like, what? Like, do you smoke crack? Like, what the fuck, man? How is this fucking Kobe's fault? Is it Dirk's fault that the Mavs haven't fucking sniffed the postseason in three years and look nowhere near close to doing so in the future? I mean, because, yes, Luka had a great rookie season, but, like, who else is going to be there? Is Kristaps Porzingis ever going to play again? Is it going to be the Kristaps next season? you got to sign someone with that cap space? Um, do you have faith in anyone else? Is your pick going to Atlanta? Like, you fault the, you, this guy faults the Lakers for giving a five-time champion to that franchise basically anything you wanted. Yes, hey, you know what? You guys should be ashamed of, your, of yourself for rewarding a player that contributed five fucking championships to your team. Yet, you look the other way when the, the fucking, I mean... Yes, the Dallas Mavericks didn't give Dirk this insane contract, but, like, they did keep him around. Where's their success been with him there? And guess what? Dirk only helped win one of them things. So am I going to complain about giving an all-time great, one of the greatest players in our franchise history, basically anything he wanted to just keep playing? When it was clear, we were sucking. No one wanted to come to Los Angeles. There was the big three in Miami. 
There were the Spurs, who were somewhat either out of their prime or up and coming with Kawhi, or the upstart Golden State Warriors. Who in their right mind wants to come to Los Angeles? So, you know what? Let's just give Kobe what he wants. Tried to start the rebuilding process. We fucked that up when we signed Luol Deng and Timothy Mozgov. Was that Kobe's fault? Um, M-Grads? Was it Kobe's fault that we signed Luol Deng and Timothy Mozgov? Like, are you fucking stupid? Like, I just don't get it. I'm letting all this shit fly tonight. Like, how dumb are you relating this to Kobe? Yeah, man, the fucking... Hey, the Lakers letting Julius go is Kobe's fault. Fuck it. The Lakers trading D'Angelo, who basically had a Kobe seal of approval, is Kobe's fault. Like, are you just fucking stupid? Like, I don't get it. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. But again, people will say anything for likes and retweets, and that's what I've understood with him. That's his whole, like, mo. That's his whole thing. Let's just trash Lakers, Kobe, anytime we can, and their fans, just for something like, oh, I told y'all Julius Randle was going to be this. Laker fans didn't want him. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, 95 to 90% of Laker fans wanted Julius back. Just because 5 to 10% of Los Angeles fans is bigger than probably half the NBA's fan base, of course you're going to see more. But 95, 90 to 95% of Laker fans wanted Julius Randle. It's just 5 to 10% of Laker fans is still a huge number. So you could say, oh, Laker fans, no. The overwhelmingly majority of Laker fans wanted Julius Randle. You guys can make stuff up in your heads to get likes and retweets. Go for it. Be my fucking guest. But sometimes just try to be truthful. Try to be honest with what you're doing. For the people running victory laps about the Lakers organization today being a shit show, congrats to you on your fun tonight. Congrats to you on all of this. Congrats to you on Magic not being right for the job, it seems. Congrats on that. Because probably to most of you guys, this is what it feels like to win a trophy. Because most of your fan bases have not won a trophy. So, you know what? Go ahead and get those laughs in about our franchise. We'll, we'll be okay. Maybe. I don't know. But I'm tired of this shit. Magic, you've got some explaining to do more than you just did tonight. Jeannie, you've got to say some shit. Rob, you've got to say some shit. Luke, you've got to say some shit. This entire, this, this whole nightmare of a franchise needs to stop. So do I think Kawhi is coming this summer? Hell no. Do I think uh, KD is coming this summer? Do I think a free agent, a max free agent, a superstar free agent, an all-star free agent is coming this summer? Hell no. Do we even get meetings with these guys now? Did Magic take it to heart that Paul George didn't want to even meet with him? I don't know. Good God. What in the entire fucking point was trading Zubak away? Like, what the fuck, man? How? Gee, I thought Magic Johnson was going to lead us back. I thought Magic was going to be at the head of the front office team that made us come back. Yet he jumped ship when things just didn't go his way. 
Like that's that that sucks. That that hurts. Like, and I mean, did it seem like he was right for the job right now? No, because he's made a lot of bad decisions this season. So like again, if we get someone that has the wherewithal to do a better job than him, maybe it's a blessing in disguise. But as a Laker legend, it hurts because it feels like he don't want us no more. Like Magic just said, "Fuck y'all, I'm out." Like that was it. He said, oh, I talked all that shit that we were going to be back. I talked all this. I paraded around this. I was on the fucking World Series talking about this. I was on Jimmy Kimmel talking about this. But you know what? I'm not going to tell Genie I am out. That's what Magic did. I am going through it right now. Woo! And don't ever say Laker fans don't care, because this shit, like, we care about this shit. We care about how we are perceived. We care about the glory. And don't ever say Laker fans are bandwagon, because we stick through this shit. And it's different when the Lakers suck ass compared to when the Kings suck ass, because the Kings haven't made the playoffs since, like, 2006. But they get no media coverage, so you don't know it. The Lakers miss a playoffs for six years, and it feels like a fucking eternity. That's the difference because we have the media coverage, the jokes, the people on Twitter, the people on TV shows, the people you meet in real life. When the Lakers miss a playoffs for six straight years, it feels like decades. But yeah, when the Kings don't make the playoffs for a couple years, it feels like just recent history. Oh, God. So... Yeah, like, I really don't know what else to talk about. Um, I do think Rob should go, too. Like, Magic and Rob came into this together. I think they should leave together because I don't think Rob is qualified for his position. And maybe Kobe did give him a glowing recommendation, but Kobe can't hire someone that works within the front office because he doesn't have that power. Um, so it's just weird, man. Like, it definitely did seem like Magic and Rob were still going, or Magic was still going to be with the Los Angeles Lakers because he's been everywhere in the college game, kind of scouting. Um, he was still, as of recently as of last month, talking about, like, Laker plans. And Woj even said that he met with LeBron this weekend, and LeBron didn't know that he was quitting. So, like, I don't know. This is just... Like, last season, last last July 1st, July whatever day LeBron signed. If you would have told me 10 months from now, 9 months from now, the Lakers will not make the playoffs... We won't even be the ninth seed. That LeBron's going to miss close to 30 games. That we're going to sign Rondo. That we are going to play Rondo a ton of minutes. That we are going to... That Magic is going to quit. If you would have told me all of that shit happened in July, I would have thought you were just fucking with me. Because I would have said there is zero... There is a zero percent chance of that happening. There is a zero percent chance of Magic leaving. There is a 0% chance the Lakers miss the playoffs. Do I think LeBron misses 30 games? Nope. 
do I think Rondo plays a ton of minutes? No, because Lonzo and even Caruso should. But things happen. This has been a season from hell. An ice cube's out of your fucking advocating to be the co or the president now of basketball. Operation. This is just a shit show. Who do we even bring in? There's even some fucking speculations that well, maybe Pat Riley. Like, oh god. Hold on, I'm gonna get another beer. The go-to beer is always Founders All Day IPA. So if you ever listen to this, supply Hoops and Brews and myself with beer because we talk about sports, we drink beer, and yeah, but again, like, this shit hurts. I'm just going to, like, I'm going to go on Twitter and, like, read some of the reports that are coming out right now. Um, let's see. Let's go to Bill Oram, who's had a lot to say, just translating people's stuff. Um, Jeannie Buss isn't coming to the game tonight. And like this does feel sad because Magic base. This is Magic's last gig with the Lakers. This is it. Um, this is his last, probably, this is his farewell as a member of the Lakers, either with his playing career and his executive career. This is, this is sad. This is one of the all-time greats. Um, at least he's leaving on his own terms, so as it seems. Um, and it's just, it sucks, because, like, you watch Magic on TV, you hear him in interviews, he just has his overall happiness, and it kind of gave you some optimism with, the Lakers like happenings because last summer he was talking a lot and we kind of knew we were getting someone and Magic kept going on about um, he told the fans three years I thought it was two but I guess it's three and he says next year is the third year so we have this summer to fix things like and I said hey you got to fix this or quit and it, <laughs> I don't know I don't know um Magic went on about Jeannie saying, I think she's going to be caught off guard, and I think she'll be hurt by not having someone she can trust. Um, you didn't show her trust when you didn't tell her what you were doing. Like, trust works both ways, and, like, you you got to have the balls to tell your boss you're quitting. You don't just go up and give a fucking press conference saying you quit. Like, And even, like, I'm not, like... Jeannie's your sister, basically. You've talked about how close you guys were. That's just, just weird. And, like, I get Magic's giving up a lot to be the president of basketball operation because he wants to be on TV. He wants to be talking about other players, congratulating other players, because he is an all-time great. So he wants to kind of be the big brother to a lot of players, and that's understandable. 
But you gotta know what you signed up for when you took the job. And I'm glad he realized it before it went on for too long. Like, I'm glad it was only a two and a half year experience where he figured out that he didn't want to do it. But it's still, like, you kind of, you should have realized that this was going to happen. You can't talk about other players 24-7. You can't congratulate other players. You can't work with other players from different teams. Like, maybe he doesn't know what he was signing up for. Um... Magic Johnson just kind of wants to return to being a businessman. I understand that. Um, and again, we did sign LeBron James during his tenure. I Maybe one day we'll figure out how much input he actually had going into that, how much um, he actually did do in order to get LeBron James. Maybe he didn't do a thing. Maybe he did more than what we know. Who knows? Um, Magic was asked, do I think Rob is the right GM? He said, that's a decision Genie has to make. That's telling. I don't feel like he has ultimate confidence in Rob. Just, god damn it. Why did we have to become the fucking New York Knicks? Like, why? Why? This shit is f so fucking stupid. Um, he did say he didn't really have a good working relationship with Rob, but, like, I don't know. Um... He's, Magic says we're in a good position. Next year we're going to be good. If we get another one of those guys, we're going to be really good. Um, your whole thing was someone else was coming. That we are going to sign two. We have only signed one. And now that you leave, the likelihood that we sign someone else because we look like a fucking dumpster fire goes down because of that. Maybe we hire the right person. Maybe we hire the right person to say everything correct. But that's what we thought we were getting in you. And then a whole fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I don't know, man. Um, anyways, the Laker game is about to tip off. I should wrap this up. Um, again, Laker fans, I have no idea what direction this is going to go in. Um, but anyways, thanks for listening. Um, make sure you guys uh, follow the Twitter page. Follow Hoops and Brews as well. And hey, have fun watching the last Laker game tonight. And have fun... Defending your fandom against everyone on Twitter. Until the next time we speak, go Lakers.